So hashtag first family, and welcome to week 168. I'm Aaron Mack, and the song that's in my mind right now, and I was literally, literally just playing it before we got the show going as well, is a classic by Aretha Franklin from the 80s called United Together. And that song has, I, I often have such dramatic um, connections to relationships, um, but this one that, that I'll share very quickly, um, before I moved here, I, there was, you know, I, I said I was gonna share this before the show started, but now as I'm sharing it, I'm like, Aaron, shut up. But I'll just say it connected to a, a, a dude. And I was like, oh, I'm going to move here and we're going to be united together. And that's not how it worked out. Anyway, we'll, we'll get deeper into it. Um, but yeah, um, Kevin, you're next. Hey, everyone. This is Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complexity. Um, the song that's been on my mind and is always, it is kind of a throwback. Um, it is actually a song by Beyonce, Me, Myself, and I. And that song came out, or the album in general, came out at a very pivotal time in my life because I was going through a horrible breakup and someone who I thought was a friend knew and didn't tell me my ex was cheating. So in mm -hmm. the long run, I just felt like it was just me, myself, and I, I couldn't really count on no one. I know that's right. I know that's right. Now, I, now I, maybe we'll make this a topic one day. But I, I wonder how much it is your friend's responsibility, and we've discussed this already. So, so you, you, you know that I have this question, but it's like, how much is it your friend's responsibility to tell you when they think? that your partner is cheating? Because it's like, how often can that, and, and I was talking with an, another friend about this exact same thing. And he was like, if you are my friends, you will effing tell me. So I, I, I get it. Some people feel very strongly about it. I'm just like, uh, I don't know. But because it's like, you, you don't know the arrangement that that you they have with each other really like what if it's a you can cheat well you can sleep with other people i just don't want to know anything about it and then by you running your mouth about it it's like uh, i don't know i don't know anyway uh did you have anything to say in response to that if not we'll go ahead and get this show on the road oh, yes um, one last thing, um, 
they definitely knew for a fact that wasn't even questionable. So, yeah, that's why I was a bit upset. Perturbed. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. All right. I, I, I get it. All right. And let's get this show on the road. Hashtag Verse TV family. Week 168. Starting with none other than. Stop telling people that you accept them. You know, we accept you just like you are. Who the fuck are you? Everybody was born into this world. You don't have the license, as Dr. Maya Angelou said, to accept someone. Everybody has the right to breathe the same air. We were all born into the exact same world, and they don't owe you any explanation, or do they need to be accepted? Stop telling people that you accept them. You know we accept you just like you are. Who the fuck are you? Everybody was born into this world. You don't have the license, as Dr. Maya Angelou said, to accept someone. Everybody has the right to breathe the same air. We were all born into the exact same world, and they don't owe you any explanation, or do they need to be accepted? And that was none other than the one and only at Terrell Music, T-E-R-R-E-L-L-M-U-S-I-C. And this is our In My Mind segment, and we're answering the questions, what's in your mind after seeing this? And, well, what first popped in your mind after seeing it? And in addition to that, how do you connect to it personally? Like, what's a personal story that connects to it? And I will... I'll go first, and I will say that for me, myself and I, <laughs> my initial reaction is how I connect to it as well. Because initially, I was like, maybe I'm projecting my own same-gender-loving um, feelings onto... To, ah, sorry. Maybe I'm projecting my own same gender loving feelings onto Terrell Carter and this story, but you know, I I know for myself that I did. There were times that I looked for acceptance from people, and that was a word. And I I know that because of the fact that same-gender-loving connections did not have the default acceptance that we do today, thanks to companies like GLAD. Thank you, GLAD, okay? And um, I, I missed out on a lot of potentially wonderful opportunities. And maybe for me, acceptance, I, I see it as a sign of progress, but it might be slow progress, but there wasn't even acceptance before. But I do acknowledge that maybe I give people too much credit for being like, oh, well, now you accept us. Thank you so much. But um, I see, yeah, 
people don't understand, sometimes people don't understand words have meaning and it can be, uh, acceptance can sometimes imply reluctance, reluctance like he accepted defeat, you know, as opposed to joyous reception. And that's where acceptance versus affirmation comes in. And some can say that uh, maybe it's wordplay and maybe it's um, semantics, but there is power in words. And with him referencing Dr. Maya Angelou, and Dr. Maya Angelou has a poem talking about, um, I am human. We are all human. You know, you don't have a right to accept, accept somebody else's humanity because it's a little different from yours. It's not an issue of accepting. It's an issue of, ideally we all come together and value each other's, value each other's differences, affirm each other's differences. And again, some people might be listening and feel like, oh, that's just, semantics and wordplay but nah words have meanings words have meanings and again acceptance i don't need to repeat myself kevin yes um i would say it um to i guess tack on what you said it's not so much about accepting it but it is definitely about respect. So, like, in a certain situation, it's not saying they have to accept you, but if it's, well, I'll say legal, um, they should definitely respect you. And, um, Oh, sorry. Um, I was going to also say um, that was something I really learned early on. Um, and as you said, Erin, it is, it was definitely more rough for us in the past. But um, I learned really add to be comfortable with myself, put myself first, accept myself, then if other people are cool with it, that's great. If not, oh well, I'll move forward. I will take it. Yes, self-acceptance is a very important uh, self-acceptance. Self-affirmation, and again, it might seem a little wordplay-y, but self-affirmation is definitely an important step along the journey because you have to understand your own reality. And perhaps it is acceptance in that case because you are we were in our generation a little reluctant to accept ourselves 
but you, an outside person, have no right to accept or not accept me because you are not me, okay? So I accept and learn myself. And it is a matter of respect, like you said. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me. Anyway, but yeah, absolutely. Kevin, did you want a one minute? Um, I don't believe so. Okay. Well, and this one is coming from at talk to spirit. And that's T-A-L-K, the number two, S-P-I-R-I-T, talk to spirit. And here she is. Let's not blindside your partner by this conversation, but let's set aside the appropriate time for you all to at least initiate the idea of the conversation. And let's not make the decision that the entire conversation has to happen as a singular conversation. Let's not blindside your partner by this conversation, but let's set aside the appropriate time for you all to at least initiate the idea of the conversation. And let's not make the decision that the entire conversation has to happen as a singular conversation. All right. So that was talk to spirit and And one. Okay. So I will say that um, this video had my initial. Oh, wait. I need to put the time. My initial reaction to this video is my initial reaction is that she blew my mind with this. And how I connected to it is I, being honest, I have been often that type of guy to a blindside my partners with the difficult conversations because I'm like, well, if you're honest, then that means that you can have this conversation whenever. So I'm going to bring it up right now. And as as that would be especially my attitude at the closing of the relationship toward the end of the relationship. Like maybe it wasn't official and, you know, we'll get into this in the next topic, but, uh, you know, uh. I, in accepting that there, as um, Melanie King said, there's not a plethora of men out there to just burn through like uh, cheap leads, you know, I, I, I would just not understanding that instead of taking the time to really work through things, I would just uh, be like, oh, okay, we're going to talk about this now and we are going to end this right now because you need to be sincere and um, not steaming. Oh, yes. Also, she mentioned breaking it up into two parts. I was sort of uh, in two minds about that, if you will, because it's like I 
I don't want to start something and leave it hanging over our heads for a period of time. Like, okay, we've gotten into this discussion and now, oh, I'm just waiting on pins and needles for a part two of it. Or we're going to sit and steam in, in our anger as we wait for this. Like, if we can reach a calm point to close part one of the conversation, that's fine. But I, I don't want us to have to sit and steam on it, you know? Anyway, um, Kevin? Yeah, um, my take on it has always been that Communication in general is number one in any relationship. Um, like everything should be laid out from the get go, so there be no confusion later on. And yeah, <laughs> that's just my opinion. Okay, lay it out from the get-go. What if, and this is just me always playing uh, another side of the coin. There are only two sides to a coin. But I'm playing the edge of the coin. No, I'm kidding. But um, laying it out up front, what if, and this is another thing about the conversation in general, what if you don't really know exactly how to pinpoint your concern? But I guess you should just bring up the fact that you are concerned with something and you don't know exactly what it is, but it is bothering you and you do want to talk about it. Anyway, um, Kevin, did you want a one minute? Uh, hold on just a second. Um, okay. Um, yeah, that was pretty much everything I was gonna say. I just also made a note that in communicating or talk about whatever issue, you'll clear the air if there's any problem from jump, really. And yet you could tackle it right there. Okay. I'm going to institute this new thing. 30 seconds. Okay. So my 30 second follow-up follow-up is you're absolutely right, Kevin. And one thing that bothered, would bother me so much is when people would have an issue with something that I do and let it steam until like it boils over and then they like lash out at me like, you always do dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, what? Like that's something that used to uh, bother me. And I've had the experience a number of times. Okay, 
Okay, I, I, that was my 30 seconds. Did you want a 30 second, Kevin? No, I'm good. Okay. All right. And we are just blowing through this show today. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, um,. So he, the moment we've all been waiting for. Because they're getting so many. Oh, and this is coming from at Melanie King is her YouTube name. It's a YouTube video. And um, her Instagram is at Mel underscore D duh, duh, Mel underscore duh underscore King. M-E-L underscore D-A underscore K-I-N-G. And she's, this is one of her reactions uh, to a Kevin Samuels video, who is, of course, at Kevin Samuels. And one, two, three. Because they're getting so many um, DMs or people in there uh, on the dating app, they have this, li- they have unlimited options out there. Just this, this wonderful world of dating out there and so many possibilities. I'm so excited. You know, women go into it like this thinking that they are, you know, just this, this prize that constantly can just eat through men and get to the best one. Um, or not make wise decisions, heal from trauma, you know, delusional thinking, grandiosity, you know, not being humble, a lot of ego, uh, and everyone else is a problem but me. But what has happened is a lot of married women are seeing the upsides mostly. They're seeing, you know, the talk shows, and they see the celebrities are able to get another man real quick, or they see these things, and they don't really, they think that when they get back into the dating market that they're going to have this endless plethora of options and i'm not saying maybe some women do but the quality that's out there in terms of building a relationship with a man if you could not make this marriage work and especially with this this mindset she seems to have right now you know like coming out of my marriage even before it ended i was in therapy doing introspective work it's why i do this work now instead of coming out of my divorce bitter and i hate men and it's always men and i need someone to cater to me i said no God changed me, help me see the things that I can change, what I contributed to the situation, humble me, keep me in a place where I can learn and grow and become the best version of myself and not, you know, have delusional thinking because I, I saw quickly how delusional, you know, a lot of women are out here or they, they have very positive thinking. They're going to manifest a new husband, but she it doesn't sound like she's just bored of him. She's tired of him. He didn't grow apart. She grew apart from him because maybe he's not ambitious enough. She's seeing the women on talk shows. She's seeing Instagram power couples. She's seeing, you know, she's thinking that the dating apps have got all these options and they're just all these men are just be dying to wipe her up. It's just not a reality. If single women are go to single TikTok, women are talking about in droves at how bad it is out here. There's nothing waiting for you. And to leave the security of a marriage, I know you got to be happy. But a lot of women regret that, especially if they don't do the deep work to really fix what's wrong with them. That's one way to frame it. Um, you know, we can probably be the best of friends. I just think we outgrew each other. That's fine. You know? That's fine. He, he's ready but, for kids. No. I'm not ready for kids. All right. Um, so I don't really see it's a, a disagreement here. Um, you want to divorce your husband because he wants kids and you don't want kids? That's fine. But 
for somebody who's been married for nearly half your life, um, do you want what do you want from a man in this world? Well, a man of character, integrity, someone that I can grow with. What do I you just, want from a man in this world? Love. You have I want, that. I want love. I want companion. You now have, you make it. You but, have that. But you make it seem like people can't outgrow each other. Well, I mean, no, 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 no. Stop right there. Stop right there. I didn't make it seem like a damn thing. I said you had that. And it's your responsibility as a wife to keep it going. And it's also a husband, too. Uh, 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 uh. It is. See, that. Thank you. Did you guys hear this? This is the problem that tends to happen in our relationships. It's 50-50 instead of 100. Did you do your 100% best to make sure that your marriage and relationship lasted? Yes, my husband wanted me to stay home. I figured, like, since I went to school, I worked hard for my degree and my career. Why should I have to give it up, especially oh, when I don't have any kids? okay. You know what's crazy? This woman's never been on a dating market, and she really thinks that it's this. the gra grass is green and all these men are just going to be dying for her but all right i'll say my in uh, my initial reaction before i start the timer no let me, let me start the timer my initial reaction to this video just like the last one my mind was blown because that definitely was me to a T. And um, I love some Kevin Samuels and I love some Melanie King. And Melanie King is a, as I've seen in her other videos, because I am now like a fan of hers. She, she is a Prince George's County girl. And um, I think she lives somewhere else now in her womanhood, but she is a PG County girl. And Kevin, you, you keep it on the low, but you're a PG County boy yourself. So you, you, you can keep that to yourself, but she's, she's a PG County girl. She's like, I'm from PG County and PG County is the wealthiest predominantly black county in the country, probably in the world, but that's another story anyway. But um, yeah, she's wonderful. I love her. I, I think she's excellent. Also, Kevin Samuels. Now, I wish that someone gave me that advice when I was burning through the Rolodex of men in my 20s. And I, that's kind of the purpose of hashtag verse TV. Well, one of our purposes in that we are here showing people these things that you, you, you might not have caught. Because I, I know for myself, I did used to think it was like a plethora of men just online, always waiting. Because particularly in my 20s, I used to burn through boyfriends like every single year. And um, it, 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 it's unfortunate, but, but I, I use that terminology for, deliberately. And, um, but... 
as I got older and as I crossed over 30, that every single year started going down, 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 a little bit. And now it's like at 39, I am, how many years has it been? You know, so thinking that you can just find and just burn through men, it's like, mm, no. If you've got a good man who is sincerely into you, give your 100% and not your 50% to equal 100 with him. Give your 100%. And I, I sort of get that. Now, the uh, added question for this topic was, have you ever outgrown a partner? And has a partner ever outgrown you? I'll save that for the one minute. Kevin? Um, I would personally say that I've never per se outgrown a partner. Like even when I was younger, I knew that I needed to find someone that I could match with. Like we would be kind of similar on the same level. Um, so it was no mass, uh, no major difference. Um, same way I feel, and uh, I know everyone is different. Um, but same way I feel about age. Um, I would probably deal with someone around my age. Because there's, if they're older, then there's a, on some level, kind of a maturity difference. And, what do you have to say about I'm sorry? People burning People through burning. What's she going to find in her, in her new world when she... If if she divorces her husband and enters this brand new, fantastic world of which she's so excited to enter, the dating world in her thirties. Right. Right. Oh, that was quotes. Yeah. Oh well. But yeah. That was. Yeah. That was more like a elected way. Right, right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you know, it, it's funny. Um, I, I'm not sure, I, I will take a one minute, and I will say no. Um, to go back, I, I've not experienced um, somebody telling me that they've outgrown me, I don't think I've experienced telling somebody that I've outgrown them. To me, it kind of just feels like an excuse to break up with somebody when you say, I've outgrown you, okay, but. At, um, going back to the, I knew I was going to make myself forget my, uh, where I was going, but, um, yeah, as far as people being who they are, I am just talking all over the place. I, I maybe I'll bring it up in my 30, if it comes back to me. Did you want a one minute, Kevin? Um, no, I don't believe so. 
Okay. I will say then people. Oh my gosh. It, it, it's almost like it is just not coming back to me because I said people. And as soon as I said people, what came to mind was the song People Who Need People by Barbara Streisand. People who need people. Anyway, but yeah, okay, okay. So that's just telling me to stop it. All right, maybe I'll talk about it another time. But um, let me see. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Week 168.